0: EWN Sport presents the Pitchside Podcast with Ahmed Kaji and Michael Pedro.
1: Welcome to a special edition of EWN Sports Pitchside Podcast. My name is Michael Pedro. And I'm Ahmed Kaji. This weekend we looked at all of the action that took place in the Varsity Women's Football Tournament out in Poch at NWU. It was fast and furious action over the last three days. The tournament kicked off on Thursday and by Saturday we knew who would be playing in the final.
0: Teams from across the country were coming through, whether you were from Kuzulu-Natal, or whether you are from the Free State. A number of universities came through from Gauteng, as we normally do know it, uh, TICS and TUT came through. And uh, I'm really happy that there were two teams coming through from the province of Kuzulu-Natal. There was the University of Kuzulu-Natal as well as the University of Zululand.
1: Speaking of those two teams, they played in the seventh and eighth place playoff by the time the knockout phase rolled around on Saturday. 7th and 8th because unfortunately for them they finished bottom of their groups in group A and group B respectively and they were fighting it out for the wooden spoon on Saturday morning in the first game.
0: Yes and uh, University of Zululand managed to thankfully come through with a 2-1 victory. They missed uh, a penalty. They scored the other in the game and uh, despite not playing the best football in the match they came out with the win. They may not have deserved the result but the result went their way and they were very very chuffed with that. Needless to say that they also earned bragging rights in the pro it's a, a great opportunity to learn and to grow because uh, we don't really get to uh, to play in such a prestige tournaments. It also gives us exposure and also see where we are as, as players. Do you think there's prospects for you to make it through to the Panyana team? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is uh, because these are the I can say that these are the tournaments that really uh, expose us. Because we don't really get to uh, play in, in those tournaments that, that give us exposure to those people who are selecting the squads and others. Moving down the coastline, the Walter Sisulu University represented the province of Eastern Cape and uh, they went up against the University of Free State in the fifth and sixth place playoff after both teams are one one and lost two earlier in the tournament.
1: Both teams would have hoped to have done better in the group stage. Unfortunately, it didn't go their way. They were hoping for improved performances in the knockout phase in the fifth and sixth place playoff. WSU was the team that came out on top. They beat their inland rivals UFS 2-0 to claim fifth place in the varsity women's football.
0: I caught up with the captain Uma Says She spoke about how happy she was to play in such a competitive tournament. Uh, I think uh, my team, we came here with the uh, firstly, we trusted ourselves. That's why I think we won the first game and we lost 1-0 against TUT. But after that, I feel like the team, we lost our spirit and then our attitudes and our mindset was not fixed. That's why we lost the last two games.
1: In the standout fixtures from this weekend it was semi-final time first up was uwc against the university of johannesburg uwc coming into this game unbeaten from the group stages having won two and drawn one of their games uj slightly worse off they lost once to TUT, that however was their only blemish in the group stages.
0: It was a brilliant performance from UJ, from the word go, they opened the scoring with an amazing shot from the left side of the field to the top right corner. It was uh, stuff that Philip Coutinho would have been very <laughs> proud of. And then uh, a bit later on, UWC equalised contentious to say the least. There was perhaps a foul on the striker, there was a doubt on whether the ball actually crossed the line. There wasn't an, a real restart uh, from the centre circle, but at least according to the officials on the side, And according to the MC at least, our fellow journalists were just as uh, confused but it turns out that uh, it was an equalizer and that uh, is uh, the way that uh, the rest of the game
1: went. That was something that I think confused most people in the stadium, especially the fact that the ball didn't seem to go back into the middle for a proper restart. It almost looked like the goalkeeper was taking a free kick for a foul that nobody really knew about. So it was a little bit sketchy in that respect, but otherwise, on the whole, it was a very entertaining game, some end-to-end stuff, and both teams really going for the win.
0: Yeah, we'll touch on the officials a bit later on because clearly there were some offside decisions uh, which were a bit shaky. So I think overall, speaking towards the semi-final, the officiating uh, was very, very questionable, to say the least. But uh, into penalties we went. UJ's penalty was saved brilliantly by the University of Western Cape's uh, goalkeeper, which made the UWC coach exceptionally excited.
1: <laughs> we were having more fun watching the coach than the penalty out at one point.
0: Oh no definitely and then uh, speaking towards the UWC, they had two of their penalties saved brilliantly. One at the bottom right corner and then one
1: again on the bottom left corner. UJ then had the chance to win it. Unfortunately the penalty taker pulled a Sergio Ramos and put the ball in the top tier of the stands instead of the top of the net.
0: Thankfully the defender doesn't play like Sergio Ramos does in the field. Of play. <laughs> because if that was the case, uh, well maybe it did happen. Maybe it did happen and yeah. the referee did seat considering the officiating in the game exactly. but thankfully we had no Sergio Ramoses during the infield play because if that was the case I'm sure that uh, best players would have been sitting on the sidelines <laughs> I'm not going to take this back to the Champions League because I will start crying <laughs>
1: UJ then had another chance to equalise and keep themselves in the penalty shootout. Unfortunately, the penalty going just wide of the left hand upright and UWC pulling up one of the upsets of the tournament, in my opinion, beating the defending USA champions 6-5 in a very entertaining penalty shootout.
0: We also caught up with uh, Jamie Lee Wittboy, the UWC captain, and she said that the entire team had a lot to prove to themselves, let alone the fans. There was a lot not coming from the technical style, but... As a team, we had a lot to prove to people, media, platforms and we had to go out there and so what we take of and so to prove the people wrong. And finally what's your mindset going to the final to take off to pick up we took off today and finish what? we have ended
1: today. Then in the second semi-final of the day it was a Pretoria derby between Tux and TUT. TUT are the defending champions so they would have been hoping to book a spot in the final to at least give themselves a chance of holding on to their crown. They headed into the game as the only unbeaten team. A perfect record in the group stages. Played three and won three. Tux not too bad. Their only blemish was a draw early on Thursday. Otherwise it was always going to be a battle of the midfield. And that's what it proved to be in the first half at least yes
0: there was at least about uh, i think uh, three or four shots at goal let alone on target in the entire first half between both teams that's how tight that first half was small fouls taking place in midfield but uh, overall very very tight first half heading into the second half the game opened up a bit as both teams were looking for at least the decisive first and hopefully second goal as well
1: those two goals eventually came from gmoto mashilwane to give tut a 2-0 victory and in my opinion a well deserved win for the defending champions. Second half, they came out much the better of the teams and they really put their foot on the gas in the second period. Yeah,
0: scoring 15 minutes from time is always something that uh, any team wants to do because it more or less takes out all the air from the lungs of the opposition. The defence from Turks wasn't that great in the second half. They were showing cracks and uh, like you say, in many ways along with TUT, deserving to win. Perhaps the defence uh, letting Tux down and due to that, I don't think uh, a win for Tux uh, would have been a justifiable result.
1: We've mentioned the goal-scoring hero, Gemoto Mashelewane. When the score was still 1-0, the TUT keeper pulled off a magnificent save with the Tux striker one-on-one in the six-yard box following a corner. And the goalkeeper from TUT pulled off one of the saves that I have seen this weekend.
0: Yes, Mpo Manangwe, that save earned her a moment of brilliance award uh, from uh, the sponsors. So that was great uh, from their side. I couldn't agree more when you say that was an absolutely brilliant, brilliant save. And that's the difference between making it into a final and
1: being knocked out in the semis. Speaking of that final, it is TUT against UWC and TUT will be going in as strong favorites UWC weren't expected to get this far, to be honest. Mm. And as we mentioned, TUT are the defending champions, so it's going to be a big test for the ladies from the Western Cape.
0: We caught up uh, with the goal scorer, Komutsu Mashilowani, to find out what her thoughts uh, were on the match, and also going into the final. Yeah. Komutsu, you must be very happy with the result. Uh, you beat uh, your Pretoria rivals, and you managed to grab uh, two goals for yourself as well. Um, Yeah, it wasn't an easy game, but then we managed to score two goals as a team. We didn't play very well in the first half but second half we managed to play as a team and score two goals. You scored 15 minutes from time, uh, what does the team talk about at uh, half time? Um, they told us that their defence are too deep so I should stick with their number two as she has a lot of mistakes so that made me push more. WN Sport presents the Pitchside Podcast, weekly coverage of the Varsity Football
1: League. In your next episode of Pitchside Podcast, all the focus will be on Wits University for the men and the women's final. TUT well represented across both. Of course, the men's team will take on Wits. And the ladies team will do battle with UWC. It's going to be a fantastic afternoon of football.
0: We know the wits fans are going to be coming out in large droves. They have a home final. They'll be wanting their men to bring it home. TUT on the other hand will be bringing all their fans across Gauteng to ensure that they can give all their men and all their women the support that they need for this final. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I can imagine the crowd that's going to be at the Witt Stadium.
1: If you can't make it to the Games on Thursday, you can always follow at EWN Sports and use the hashtag PitchsidePodcast to keep up to date with all that's going on.
0: Before we run away, I just wanted to get your predictions uh, for the men's and women's uh, final between TUT and WITS. Uh, The men will be going against each other. What are we expecting
1: over there? I think it's going to be a very tight game. Vitz have a decent home record this season. TUT have of course played all their games away from Pretoria, so they're no strangers to travelling. I think TUT are going to take it for the men and the women. The women because they are outright favourites and the men I think because they'll just have a little bit too much for WIT.
0: I think Mark Haskins' team will definitely bring it home for WIT. But uh, I'm forced to agree with you when it comes to the women's final between UWC and uh, TUT. They played brilliantly today and uh, considering the performance against UWC, the team from Cape Town is really going to have to pull a rabbit out the hat in order to take this one home. Stay up to speed with the best weekly coverage of varsity football with the Pitchside Podcast. Subscribe now via your favorite podcast app.